Greetings, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Shellheads, a TMNT podcast. Uh, I am your host, Jeff, and with me, as always, is that Italian dude with an attitude, Sergio. Uh, I'm not Italian, Jeff. Well, you know, you could have fooled me. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. Hi, Sergio. Sergio. <laughs> Hi, Jeff Sergio. <laughs> no. Sergio Sergio? Are you Sergio Sergio this time? I'm I'm Sergio Sergio, you're Jeff Sergio. Yes. Is... Hey, that that works. Okay. Okay. That works. How's it going, Sergio Sergio? It's going fantastically. Like super fantastically. Super like it, fantastic. it it's it's been it's been icy all week here. So so me and me and the wife and the kids have kind of just been a, just just kind of stranded as most of us have in the, in the area. Yeah, yeah. Like like you're only as stranded as brave as you are. Like if you're super brave and think you can just drive on all this ice, which people in the north do. Oh yeah. You could leave the house all you wanted. Oh yeah, well they're all prepared too. Yeah. All weather tires, flamethrowers to uh, you know, clean the driveway. Yeah, yeah. Like I left the house a couple times and I and I and I kind of kind of, you know, kind of kind of slid back and forth on the roads, but but I made it home, you know. I was never in danger. We're good. Which is impressive cuz you're on a hill. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jeff, Jeff, I I did get a Ninja Turtles thing in the mail this week. Oh, did you? Yeah. Sur- yeah. Which is surprising since our mail is like, you know, been non-existent all week since, you know, they couldn't get out or do anything. Well, okay. But Until but, today. Yeah, true, true. When, when I say this week, I mean since the last time we recorded. Ah. Yeah. Uh, so there are these there are these little things. I don't even know what they're called. Easy keys or whatever. They, they, they look like little totem pole things. They're not they're, they're, they're not uh, geeky tiki's. Uh-huh. I think they're made by Foco. Foco? F-O-F-F-F-O-C-O? Foco? Foco. And uh, it's they're spelled E-E-K-E-E-Z. E-keys. It's the little it's these little figurine things. Let me, I'll, I'll put an I'll put a put it in the chat. But, oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah they're little, like, little, little those little tiki dudes. Uh, those well, are funky. I I dig that. Very Hawaiian. Very uh, mischievous looking. Yeah yeah. And like the first one I got was from the TMNT box back when it was a thing. Was it uh, Leo? It was Leo. It was actually the black and white Leo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ended up <laughs> buying all of them, uh, or almost all of them. I have all the turtles. I have uh, Shredder, and what I got in this week was Master Splinter. Those are pretty dope looking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now I, I now I just need to get the last two uh, black and white ones, and I should be should be good. Nice. Yeah, but they're fun. Like I, I'm not. It's it's not one of those things you're gonna buy, and you know, in ten years it'll go up in value. It's just something that looks cool, and it goes with the rest of all my Ninja Turtles crap. Yeah. Yeah. So th- I guess that was my Turtles week, outside of our main topic, of course. Yeah. Um, I don't, I didn't get anything in the mail, um, but I did, uh, order a copy of Rad Plastic. Hey, all right. Yeah. 
I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. I like I saw the the the, the writer had uh had posted that he only had a few copies left, and I was like, Jeff, I know Jeff wants this. Let me make sure he orders his. Hopefully, I was able to snag. You know, pretty sure I was. And got the confirmation well, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, mine came in pretty quick, so assuming the post office knows what it's doing, you'll get your squig. Uh, you no. Know, they, they don't. <laughs> uh, I guess this is where we kick it to news, Jeff. And now, time for the news! <laughs> we have to make that a thing that we keep doing. We do. <laughs> I love it. News! Okay, Jeff. What is what is what is our first piece of Ninja Turtles news this week? I think I'm going to save the big one for last. Okay. Um, we've got uh, a bit more information on the NECA Turtles in Disguise four pack. Um, if you guys remember from uh, our you know last couple of episodes, uh, these are the ones in the trench coats with the ugly rubber masks that April gave uh, the turtles that would allow them to eat pizza without taking the mask off. I'm like, well, people know you're turtles. They've seen you on the street saving the day. They're not freaking out. But okay, sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Because, as as always, we love turtles in disguise. Yes. Um. So, some of the accessories that are coming with them are... Uh, of course, they have new interchangeable head sculpts, uh, interchangeable hands, a boom box, removable hats, removable trench coats because they're cloth, uh, weapons for each turtle, a hair in the tortoise book. Okay, okay. Yeah, sure, why not? Two pizzas, a pizza slice, a skateboard, a weird baseball cap, and probably the weirdest piece uh, in here, a pigeon. A pigeon. Unless they're talking about Pete the Pigeon. I think it's Pete the Pigeon. Pigeon, pigeon Pete? Pigeon Pete. Yeah. Michelangelo's pet bird. Kind of. Uh, from the CBS season. So. Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh huh. Still weirds me out. I'm I'm hoping that the pants will be able to be pulled over the shells because having seen them under the shells is just weird looking. It is real weird. And, and and I noticed that they don't don't really show the pants on the television show, so they didn't really have a point of reference. It it depends. I mean, you see them, you know, from under, you know, the you know near the feet, of course. But yeah, but but you don't ever see them them at the waist because they always have the trench coats tied. I don't know. I think in some episodes you see the pants. It Maybe. depends. It's it's been again. There's a what 192 episodes of that show. So then I need you to watch all of them before next episode and report back. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> Not happening. Not happening. Uh, a, a couple of notes on this 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 four pack that's coming uh, in one of the Facebook groups that I'm in. They uncovered, I think, via Twitter that NECA will not be pr- doing a pre-order for this. And they have zero information on whether or not target is doing a pre-order or that it's even going to hit online so congratulations you're never going to find this you know it's not going to happen you would think after all the complaints that they get like on a weekly basis that they would do better and i expect them to do better yeah maybe yeah they were getting better for a while but you'd think so 
We'll they see. also they also uh, basically said that Toka and Razar are not going to be released in stores anywhere. Yeah. So the only people who own those are ones that bought them directly from NECA the week they were available. Yeah, and they're gone now. And they're gone now. Yeah. yeah. Now all of the, all of that stuff is you know secondhand news or whatever. So take it with a grain of salt the, the, when it comes to those two things. But it's yeah. it's just it just bugs it just bugs me, man. It's really annoying because you know you would think that you would make your collectibles more attainable. Yeah, and and I guess part of what makes your collectibles so uh, intriguing is the lack of availability. It's like, oh, I gotta go, I gotta go get this. No one has it, right? You know, because 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 like no one is knocking the doors down trying to get the turtles and time figures. Yeah, because they're everywhere. You know, it's right. it, it's it's not hard. So there's there that line is not getting the same amount of amount of attention, which is dumb. Like, it, you know, it, it bothers me. Let's move on. Yeah. What's the next topic? Yeah. Uh, well, issue two of the last Ronin is out now. Yes, it hit stores two Wednesday this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a it's kind of a major deal, isn't it, Sergio? It is. It is. Uh, according to CBR.com, uh, not only is it you know capitalizing on the popularity of issue one, but it with over uh, w- with a print run of over a hundred and thirty thousand copies, uh, it has broken the record for the largest print run for a single comic book in IDW history. That is phenomenal. Uh, IDW's been around for 22 years, and this is their biggest book ever. Wow. So, so, so uh, congratulations, IDW. Yes. Uh, a, a couple notes. A couple notes. So, so I've, I've, I've read a majority of that book. I haven't made it all the way through yet. I've been busy. I have issue. With, I'm not. I'm not spoiling anything. Obviously, I'm you not have that issues guy. with. You have issue with the issue. I have issue with the issue. This is the first issue. I don't believe in in the first issue, like the first actual issue. They showed all four of the turtles together, uh, with their masks and whatnot. Their masks are colored masks. Oh, well, okay. okay do do we want to carve out a minute to talk about this? Yeah, we can. Because when this was pitched, when 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 they said, "Hey, we're doing the last Ronin," it was kind of s- said, without being said, or it might have been said, that this was like an alternate future of the Mirage timeline, mm-hmm. where three of the four turtles are dead, which means they should all have red masks. Yeah. Unless they somehow, you know, write that into the last Ronin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Th- th- there's also a couple of things that happen in issue two that they don't directly contradict things that happen in Mirage, but they 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 ignore long established lore Ooh. in Mirage. Ooh. Which I don't like. Now, I, maybe maybe I jumped the assumption that it was, you know, Mirage-based mm-hmm. lore, considering it's a 
you know, Peter Laird uh, helped, you know, th- to germinate this th- this thing. But it bothers me if that's what they're trying to say. I mean, I can see where you're coming from, mainly because, like, I think if it had been all red masks, that just adds to the mystery. Yeah. Of it. And again, you know, like to be surprised. We're not really giving away a spoiler or anything. It's just like I, I, I get the gripe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 the scene that I'm speaking of is a, a flashback to the past. So it's not like, oh, they're all there. No, this is this is a flashback where they're all in frame so we can see them. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's I don't I mean, know. A, no, no, I mean, I get it. It's, it's a valid complaint. You know, it's a it's a whiny complaint. I, I will admit that, mm. you know, why can't I just get over it and enjoy it for what it is? Because you're you. <laughs> I'll get it. Like if this story ends up being as good as as expected, I will get over it. Yeah. But it's one of those things I'll complain about till the day I die. Yeah. Oh, I can see it now, Grandpa Sergio. Yeah. Back in my day, the turtles had red masks. Yeah. Grandpa uh, so, 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 crazy. The, the red mask turtle is Raphael. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. It, like. The the only other thing we could do is is get Tom Waltz on here and have him explain it. Ooh, that would be so great. I'm pretty sure he's really busy though. Probably, probably. But that would be epic. Like, explain yourself, Mister Waltz. Then again, he didn't do the art, so let's move on. What's the next? Yeah. <laughs> what's the next news story? <laughs> uh, well, we got we have uh, we don't now we don't normally report or talk about rumors. Right. Um, but this one seems to, you know, it, again, take this with a grain of salt. Uh, it's kind of rumbling around um, that we might be getting um, some TMNT uh, Power Ranger crossover figures. That's and, and, and this comes from like a like leaked documentation from, from from like a toy manufacturer or something, right? Yes, it was. Uh, according to Toku Nation. Toku Nation. Okay. Yeah. Uh, U- usually, when there's leaks like this, like this, this is the leak that came directly from a PR firm. Yeah. And usually, when this kind of stuff happens with this kind of specificity, that it's probably going to happen. Yeah. Like they're showing two packs. Um. It really depends on what exactly this is. Like they, they don't go into details as to what will be in the two packs in in the leak, but is this going to be the turtles wearing the Power Rangers stuff? I would imagine so. Instead of just more turtles figures, because who wants? I don't want to say who wants, but like <laughs> you know, because we could always use more turtles figures, but everybody would want you know the Ranger turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turtle Rangers, I guess. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it's just I don't think it's not really news news until we know what they are because they could just be really terrible figures that we don't want. Yeah, you know, well, but this it would be from the Lightning Collection of, of for Power Rangers, and those are kind of hit and miss. Well, at least the face sculpts mm-hmm. on some of those, I'm like, whoa, man, uh, no, oh. that doesn't look anything like the the actor. <laughs> Put the helmet back on. Put um, the helmet back on. <laughs> you know. Um, 
So I'm 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 assuming at this point that it's going to be you know Turtle Rangers. Okay. Um. And if it is Turtle Rangers and these figures do well, or the just the fact that these these figures are probably happening is a good indication that we're probably going to get a second crossover. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, that's that, that's probably in the cards for twenty late twenty twenty one or maybe even twenty twenty two. Yeah, I but again, that's all speculation. That's all speculation. I would love an animated movie. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can always use more animated turtles. Always, always more turtles. Always. Yeah, uh, and that does it for news, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Are you ready for our main topic today? I am, Sergio. What is that main topic? We're covering uh, season four of the 80s uh, Ninja Turtles cartoon. That's right, Jeff. We are talking about the original Fred Wolf cartoon, and we haven't talked about this in a while. Um, It's been a hot minute. the, the, The last three times we talked about it, we watched a lot of episodes. Yeah. We, we, we were cramming like 16, like 13 to 16 episodes per, like per viewing period. And it, it was rough. It was really rough. But I'm really glad that we did it that way because season three, I'm sorry to say, is a trash fire season. Yeah. Cause For the most part. And yeah, there's some gems. But of course, when we say that, they were cranking these things out like it was, you know, freaking snack food. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were, they were airing very, very, very frequently. Uh, and with the start of season four, uh, they really took a weird, like a weird tactic to to, to airing the, these episodes. Because halfway through the season, like the contract changed and they started airing on CBS specifically while still under contract for episodes via syndication. Yeah. There were certain weeks in 1990 where we would get seven brand new episodes of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in a week. One week. Because two would air brand new on CBS, and then five would air during the week in syndication. And this happened for months. A couple months in in September Mm -hmm. and October. Which is wild, absolutely wild. It is, because I remember waking up, you know, getting ready for school, having breakfast, and I was like, oh, Ninja Turtles. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. And then waking up on the weekend and being like, more Ninja Turtles, and all of it being new. Yeah. We are. We chose to tackle these in production order uh, for a couple of reasons. One, that's the right order. Two, they were on the DVDs in production order. And three, when you buy them on, on like digital platforms, they're listed in production order. Now, wait a minute. Can you get these digital? Yeah, I, bought, I got them on Voodoo. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they look great. They look absolutely great in, in digital format. Hmm. Uh, but th- so, so like the first episode that we watched, Plan 6 from Outer Space, that is episode 401, but it was technically the third one to air because two other episodes aired the Saturday before on CBS. Mm-hmm. So we're covering the first 10 episodes via production code. So that's 401 through 410. 
And all of those were syndication episodes. Uh, and I have a lot to say. <laughs> well, I, I have no doubt. I, I have a lot to say. And oddly enough, you know, anyone who has listened to the show for a while now knows that I poop on this series a lot. Uh, because most of why I like this series is tied to nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows that nostalgia feels are not real feels. They're just feels that are, you know, skewed by your memory of being a child. Semantics. It, no, it's 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 true. Like you can as a child, you can watch absolute garbage. And then 20 years later, you're going to think that it's good. It's fine. It's fine. It's just a, a byproduct of being a human being. It depends on what, you know, what you're talking about. There no, are ex- it doesn't, Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> like, there are exceptions. There aren't exceptions. Uh, movies? No, there there are not exceptions to the, the nostalgia, like, bug. I, I disagree. Like, you, now, I'm not saying everything that you like because of nostalgia is bad. I think but that, I am, felt like that was implied. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is... It's impossible to to to, to give a, like a real objective. This was really good. If your view of it is tainted by nostalgia, hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I I love that uh that scientific approach to to arguments. Like, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's it's absolutely fine. Like I'm not a doctor, but I play one on television. In in 1990, I was seven, mm-hmm. so I should have watched all these episodes as a kid, and I probably saw them once, but I don't yeah. remember. I didn't remember any of these. I I did. Some I was like, wait, what? Like, I didn't even remember watching them until I got the DVD sets. And then just, like, marathon the crap out of them while I was doing, you know, stuff on the computer or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't remember any of these. So I, I, I'm watching most of them with fresh eyes, which means that I'm able to look at them way more objectively than I could this, this stuff in seasons one, two, and three. Because one, two, and three, I watched over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. With that said... Season four, even the ones in syndication are miles better than yeah. the season three stuff. Yeah. W- w- would you would you echo that? Yeah, because just some of the just some of the stories and just the whatever, you know, are just not good. <laughs> I mean, there's I, there's there are nuggets here and there in a lot of this stuff, and you can tell everybody's just having a great time working on it which is which is great the voice acting's all solid all of that but just you know story wise it's like oh well this week you know shredder and krang need a thing to power the thing that you know or they need a thing to power the technodrome or to heal the technodrome or to fix the technodrome or you know <laughs> to get it unstuck or i was like just you know you can only take so many episodes of that yeah yeah it's like how many episodes can you watch of a king of the hill them drinking beer in the alley that's every episode. All, all, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like the writing was better this season. The animation was better this season. The action was better. Of course, Michelangelo still doesn't use his nunchucks. Of but course. dare I say there was abs- there was actually fighting at this like in these 10 episodes. Yeah. 
uh, obviously someone decided we're going to spend some more money this this season, probably because they had a lot of money to spend uh, making these episodes. It's cash Cause now. Cause, yeah, because they're these are good. They're like actually funny. You know, it's 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 episodes that adults could watch with their children and not just constantly be rolling their eyes. Yeah. So with that said, I guess we're jumping into the first episode, which is Plan 6 from Outer Space. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not going to go through every single plot point as usual, so I'm just going to hit the, the high points. So in this one, uh, Krang and Sh- Shredder, uh, they, they're trying to steal the Channel 6 building. Sure, why not? Because that'll get the Technodrome out of uh, Dimension X. That Yes, because that is where the Technodrome is uh, at the end of Season 3, beginning of Season 4. Uh, Stuck in a giant asteroid. Yeah, yeah. Which I have questions about Dimension X, but we'll we'll get to that in later episodes. Yeah. So uh, he sends Bebop and Rocksteady to Earth as themselves b- before they were mutated by basically like creating a hologram around their bodies. Yeah. So they just look like two thugs. He also sends a Pretendicon, <laughs> which is a robot that disguises itself as Splinter. Mm-hmm. Their, their, their plan was to stick four rockets on the base of the Channel 6 building and just fly it into outer space. Sure, why not? This was this was to, was supposed to help power the Technodromans in, in some way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bebop and... My notes here say Bebop and Rocksteady are great in this episode. Yeah. Uh, at some point, they're wearing potato costumes <laughs> as as their human selves. This spuds for you. Campaign. This spuds for you, yeah. And it, it, like they successfully get the 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 four rockets on the bottom of the the Channel Six building and actually get it into the air before the turtles intervene and you know get the rockets disconnected and Bebop and Rocksteady returned back to Dimension X. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the end of the episode ends with them saying, we're going on vacation. Which leads into the European vacation uh, side series. Yeah, I, which I don't understand because that doesn't happen until like season seven. Yeah. Yeah, it, that doesn't make any I don't understand why they did that, but hey, whatever. Yeah, because like the side season is supposed to take place between... Um, Episodes one and two of this yeah. season. Yeah. 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 Uh, what, what did I miss? What, what, what are your what are your your notes from this episode? Uh, let's see. Well, they needed. Uh, well, they needed the um, transmitting equipment to uh, from Channel Six. And it was smarter. To, they decided it was smarter to steal the entire building. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Um, <laughs> let's see. The well to sneak into Channel Six, you know they they need you know of course they need those corporate disguises. They end up getting a job, and <laughs> they're stumbling around trying to find the basement. I'm like, really? Come on! <laughs> to give you an idea of how dumb they really are, um, and they go in, they stumble into a boardroom, uh that has like all the channel six programming on it. So they start messing with the programming. Like these cartoons need to be here and this needs to be here and that there. And like this needs to be in prime time. And they end up getting 
hired as like uh, the heads of programming. Oh yeah, which is absolutely hilarious. Oh, a a fun a fun exchange like the there is a, a, an emergency in the turtles layer. They're out of pepperoni. Uh, you would figure they would you know have mass amounts of that on hand, so they have to go to the streets and uh you know try and find you know go to shop to shop and find pepperoni and they're in of course they're in their trench coats and at one point uh a punk comes up to him and uh says um give me your money and leo pulls out his katana and says i've got a better idea give me your knife and i was like that was cool <laughs> and he gives him his knife of course i was like i that you know that's a you know a, a crocodile dundee moment on son of knife the amphibian express card is mentioned yeah um and of course the oblivion express card is also mentioned yeah yeah there, um, there's a really there's a really good gag that like towards the end of the episode wh- wh- there's a like a billboard falling that's gonna like crush the the, the fake splinter that's and about midway. Is it about midway? Yeah. yeah. And the turtles catch it, and the billboard says, "Help stamp out billboards." Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> like the th- thing is, is I I don't know if this is one like an, an example of the best episodes this season because it, it's still very much by the numbers. Mm-hmm. It's just Bebop and Rocksteady are so good in this episode. Just because they're put into his into an absurd situation, and they thrive, and we get to see how stupid they are, they they leverage their 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 idiocy really well in the episode. Yeah. So I really like it. Yeah. Oh no, they don't attach the the rockets to the outside of Channel Six. They attach them to to the inside of the basement because that right. makes sense. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. No. But hey, it works. Yeah. yeah. Now the title of the episode is a play on uh, Plan Nine from Outer Space, the classic Ed Wood uh, film, um, from right? Nineteen fifty-nine. Yeah. And is Dimension X in outer space? Ish. We'll we'll get we'll get we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> so. The last thing I want to say about this episode specifically is it has the distinction of being on, like, four different DVD sets. Yeah. Like, it was included on the last disc of the Season 3 set and the the first episode of season the Season 4 set. That's so funky. Yeah, yeah. It's because when they released... The season three discs originally they were released as volumes and not as uh, seasons, and so they 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 got all the way through season three on the volumes, and the last one that was released as a volume had the end of season three and one episode from season four, and it was at that point they drew the line in the sand and sand and said, "How about we release these as seasons?" Yeah, and so season four has all of season four stuff on it. And then when they have subsequently re-released season three, they've just bundled all of those volumes together, keeping the exact same episodes on them. Because, you know, Lionsgate, they're all about the details. 
Yeah, and cramming episodes, multiple episodes on a single disc. Yeah, yeah. So if if you buy the the the, the big uh, complete series set for like what 30 40 bucks for like 30 40 bucks deal and you're and you're watching these episodes back to back to back to back this episode's going to be there twice it it might or they might have corrected it who knows i don't know Can, is there a way for you to check everything. you like do you have it are you able to check i do not yet i actually do plan on getting it and like making way more room on my shelf so jeff do you have any other nuggets on the first episode before we move on let me check my notes. Nope, that is about it. That's it? That's it. Cool. Next up, episode two, we have Turtles of the Jungle. Okay, so the episode opens up with Donatello inventing the sniff and squirt. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, Donnie goes to a science conference and uh, meets a scientist that uh, has what's called a molecular intensifier, uh, which basically makes stuff big. Uh, the scientist ends up shooting a, a, a root, causing a tree to grow. Uh, he also shoots his, his lab monkey, causing Chaka. him to grow into like basically King Kong. Yeah. Uh, we then have a full on King Kong situation uh, where Donatello gets enlarged as well. And they fight through the streets of New York. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the premise of the episode. Uh, what, what details do you want to talk about? Um, I was going to say the sniff and squirt, but we're not talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. We're not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> I freaking laughed out loud when I saw. <laughs> um, for some reason through this episode, I thought I kept thinking the epi- the monkey's name was Chaka. <laughs> Chaka Kong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chaka mad. Chaka real mad. <laughs> um, kind of like all throughout. One thing that I love about this series is that when the turtles aren't doing anything of importance, they're sitting around watching bad science fiction television. Yep. And this feels like, you know, the the product of, you know, a sci-fi night. Um, and I, of course, we'll, we'll get to those uh, bad movies, and I, I love finding all the bad... I'm going to find all the bad movies, and we're going to reference every single one of them in every one of these episodes. Um, I think I routinely cut those out. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, like we always run along and just no! naming the movies. You have to re-edit all of them now. That's yeah, that's not happening. Oh I might. I can't remember if I cut I, those that's out. That's my or favorite part. I'm so really? hurt. I feel betrayed. Oh, well, then it's there's. We're not being entertaining when we're doing that. Chuck a mad. Chuck a real mad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I, I honestly don't know if I cut how often I might cut that out. It's not always. Yeah, but it it, it literally depends on how quickly you get through it. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, this is just, you know, like, you know, your basic kind of just a basic, you know, King Kong versus, you know, Godzilla turtle. Would that be Gamera? Oh, yes, it would. Let me read Ha-ha, it. Yeah. Oh. Did I out, out King Kong, the King Kong guy? You did. <laughs> but just for a moment. <laughs> uh, this, I mean, episode, this, this episode was cool. This was a fun episode. Yeah. Not so, really a whole lot of jungle in this episode. There's not. There's not. And there's too much shredder. Yeah. Like this is I've complained about this in the past because that's what I do. Like, don't insert Shredder into episodes that it's unnecessary for him to be in. Yeah. Like Turtles or Donatello goes to science thing, accidentally creates a King Kong, has to fight King Kong is all you need for a 22 minute episode. Yeah. And there are like roots and, you know, that like had gotten hit with the with the uh, the laser from the device and it grows all up over, you know, all over the city. Yeah, yeah. You don't or, need Krang and, and and Splinter trying to steal the, 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 the intensifier thing. Splinter? Not Splinter. Sorry. The fuck's wrong with me? You, you don't need Krang and Shredder trying to steal the molecular intensifier. Yeah. But that's that's just me. Like, the more it, episodes without Shredder, the better. It's kind of like that the 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 that cookie cutter storytelling. You know, every episode of GI Joe, you have Cobra or Transformers. There's always going to be Decepticons or He Man. You know, there's Skeletor. Although he wasn't, they did other stuff, but oh, they they focus on other villains and whatever. But it wasn't Skeletor every single freaking episode. So it does get tired after a time. Yeah, yeah, and but it this does isn't start me. to thin out as as the season goes on, and there or as the 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 seasons you know progress, there are episodes where there are no Krang and Shredder at all. Yeah, and and this isn't me complaining about Shredder as a as a character. It's just I have more fun when you mix it up. No. Yeah, it, it, monotony is. That's that's a good way to put it. Yeah. So let's not get monotonous with our our maniacal villains. <laughs> well, do you have any other uh, nuggets for uh, Turtles of the Jungle? No, I don't. Nope. And I'm still we're not gonna we're still not gonna tell you guys what the sniff and squirt is. You'll have to find that out on your own and ask your parents first before you go on the internet. Yes. Yeah. Don't Google that. <laughs> do not. Safe search on. Um, yeah. Let's move on to Michelangelo toys around. Speaking of episodes with no shredder. I had so much fun with this episode. Did you? Yeah. It it, it is it is a fun fun episode. Uh let me let me go over the the, the synopsis real quick. Um Michelangelo sneaks into a toy fair and gets a, gets mistaken for a toy turtle or Richard Pryor. What? If you've not seen the movie The Toy, I, if I have, it's I'm it's been thirty years. Add it to the list. I'm I, I'm I'm maybe maybe it's hard it's to a, go back and watch movies that old. It's a classic. Uh, while he's at this this toy fair, he learns of a plot uh, of the Tyranno toys. Yeah, yeah. To 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 wreak havoc, uh, because a character named Mister Weasel, or I'm sorry, Weasel, 
uh, <laughs> has reprogrammed them to have lasers and to attack people. Which the lasers look like the ones that the one that pops out of uh, Metalhead's chest. Yes, yes. Uh, his his plan was to ruin the name of his boss. That way, Mister Weasel becomes the top toy maker in the business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mikey gets bought by a rich guy and given to basically Richie Rich. Yeah. As kind of a here, here's a, here's a brand new toy for you, little rich boy. And Michelangelo has to convince this kid that he's a real turtle, and he does it by using real ninja moves. Like you couldn't tell a turtle, you know, wearing a mask is a ninja. Yeah. Uh, the the eventually the rest of the turtles join Mikey, and 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 they 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 win the day. But the the real bread and butter of this this episode is Mikey hanging out with Richie Rich. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, 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 what details do you want to talk about? Okay, do we want to jump right into Nuggets? Or... Go for it. Go for it. Okay, so Mikey having to sneak into you know the toy fair, pulls back the curtain, you know gets I goes I guess goes into his room or whatever, and comes out looking like. Uh, movie critic from the Today Show, Gene Shalit, the giant freaking mustache and bow tie. Um, I haven't heard I the name Gene Shalit in like fifteen years. I know, I know. That's that's why I keep bringing this stuff up. Yeah. Um, when you're going through the toy fair, you can kind of catch billboards and like just the made up stuff that they made. Um, what is that? Let's see. There's like electric trains, spaceship. Wow. That's not a, no, you know, it's just that's generic. Um, probably, and I'm leading up to this exciting new ZX 5,000 cuddly critters, monotony, exciting board game. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's and a nice play on we, words i like that yeah like what were we just talking about um like acme model airplanes um yeah and and so on so it's nice to, nice to kind of see little stuff hidden in the background because artists would do that all the time in a lot of these cartoons um and it would just kind of slip past people you think that was the artist or you think that was the writer's because uh, because all the artists are Korean, oh, so yeah. they're just they're well, just drawing what they're told to draw. It depends on what we're talking about and like what production. Uh-huh. Um, in this case, it was probably you know the writers, um, like you said, but like other stuff, you know, they would just if it was done here or whatever, they would sneak it in. Okay. Okay. Um. So you know, you know me. I'm a big movie guy, and so this really reminded me of the toy with Jonathan, um, not Jonathan, Richard Pryor. Okay. Um, working in, in, you know, he wants to, you know, pay the pay Richard Pryor. This rich, you know, the rich dad wants to pay Richard Pryor to, you know, hang out with his son. That's Basically. weird. It's very weird, but a fun movie. Okay. 
Um, so that's I got that from you know uh, from that. Um, the kid was pretty dumb and not being able to tell my you know I'm sure like he watches copious amounts of television and knows about who the Ninja Turtles are. Can you tell? <laughs> that bugged me. Did that is what bugged you? Well, that and then you know when they go to fight. Um, okay, t- well, two more two more parts. Uh, like thinking that kids would would be able to afford a Tyranno toy is so unrealistic. The thing probably costs thousands of dollars, thousand five thousand dollars, you know, to own. Yeah. Yeah, like it'd be like you know forty dollars in the stores, you know, or a hundred bucks. There's no way. Um, well, the the Tyranno toy was probably just made to be a a weapon. So it was a clever ruse. <laughs> clever, clever boy. <laughs> I'm sorry, clever girl. It's almost like you're doing a Cover Girl commercial. <laughs> Easy breezy. Uh-huh. Um. Easy breezy, breezy, beautiful, clever girl. That's it right there. <laughs> Opens Photoshop. <laughs> yep. Um, I was really let down by the final battle because, like, instead of, you know, they have toys against, like, really crappy toys against, you know, these awesome toys. I was like, why can't the turtles just slice and dice? Because that's why you have robots in cartoons. You can't kill people or whatever or shoot people. So that's why they put robots in all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you're not wrong, but I think at at this point in, at this point in the series, they had just given up on trying to be an action show. Yeah. And just kind of squeezed in a little bit of fighting here and there. Yeah. Between all their comedy and adventure. I, again, I, any episode that doesn't have Shredder, I feel like I have a little special draw to. Yeah. Because uh, they have to establish who these characters are. They have to say, this is who Kevin is. Kevin's a little rich boy, and he has a, 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 repl- a, a relationship with his dad. And by the end, his dad learns, hey, what my, what my son needs is just more time with his father. Like, there's lessons to be learned in this episode. Yeah, you can't just buy people's love. Well, well, for the right, you could buy mine. Like, <laughs> if anyone's asking, <laughs> just give me money or a pizza. That's hey, the right pizza. It, I I I really like this episode. Is is what I'm saying, uh, and that's yeah. pretty much all I have on it. I don't have any outstanding notes for it or anything. Yeah, it's. I mean, it was a. It's a Mikey centric episode, and you don't yes, really kind of get that as much. I mean, we've had some. Like when he was, you know, Mikey delivers pizza. Yeah. You know, that was a fun one. Um, <laughs> but it's usually, you know, it's always, you know, kind of focused on all the turtles. Yep. Yep. So overall, I do. En- I, I enjoyed this one um, amongst my, you know, minus my gripes. <laughs> uh, well, let's move on to episode four, which is Peking Turtle. Yes. Peak Peking uh let's see what my notes say uh april is reporting on a giant pearl uh crane wants to use that pearl to power the technodrome is that what he yeah that's what he wanted uh 
also to bring a bunch of uh it was it Ming Dynasty statues to life? Was it Ming Dynasty? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. Um, Ying. Ying Dynasty. Ying. Ying, yes. I think they went with a, a, a fake dynasty. Is that a fake dynasty? I think so. Maybe. Um, the Turtles are playing basketball and get attacked by a statue, which had been brought to life by Krang's... Krang is always coming up with stuff to foil the turtles so he he brought one statue to life and by the end of the episode they had brought hundreds and or dozens of statues to life shredder or the turtles end up being distracted because they have to fight dozens and dozens of of of, of ancient statues shredder activates the pearl uh, and the, the turtles end up using the pearl to bowl down the statues and and again win the day that's a tough pearl yeah, it's, well, pearls are pretty strong. Yeah. Um, a lot happens in this episode. What 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 did I miss? What 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 did you want to focus on? Overall, I enjoyed this one. There's some really funny moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, okay, so you you could just really tell that James Avery is just you know having a blast playing the Shredder, and I don't know if this was like an ad-libbed line or it was written but once he um you know activates like a, a group of the the stone uh, uh you know uh, warriors he starts doing a marching chant <laughs> it says you left you left you left your wife and your 48 kids i'm like wait what uh, uh, yeah i noticed that <laughs> what what <laughs> Um, I, I couldn't stop laughing. Um, and when you cut over uh, during April's report talking about the, you know, the, um, general Chen Chang and the Ying dynasty, mm-hmm. um, they created this, you know, Jade dragon to you know, guard the pearl. It looks like, okay, so, okay, I'm really going to date it here. And just cause I'm a, I'm a Muppet enthusiast. There were these commercials for LaChoy that Jim Henson did. And there's one call one that has the LaChoy dragon. He looks like the freaking LaChoy dragon, which is hilarious to me. So he looks very much like a Muppet. Uh, um, yeah. That, that reference completely went over my head. Yeah. Um, that's a pretty, pretty good commercial. Um, which is how he paid for, uh, the Muppet show. Okay. By doing commercials. Um, let's see. Wow, I have I just googled Lachoy Dragon. I've never seen this thing in my entire life. Oh, it's great. Never seen it. What's next? Uh, yeah. Well, I love you know the turtles doing um, basically being Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> yeah. You know, with like you know, they've got the ball that has the colors, you know, like they would. And they kind of like the uh, off-brand music. And they're trying to teach Splinter how to play, mm-hmm. and he, of course, owns them. As he as he always does. Yeah. Um. And then there's, you know, they're trying to figure out how to, you know, the turtles are beating, uh, you know, the Stone Warriors. They're, you know, they're actually, you know, winning as they always do. 
and and Krang suggests that they kidnap April, and Shredder's like, sure, we did that 30 times before, but who's counting? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, there, there's a lot of really good uh, fourth wall breaks or or just acknowledge, acknowledging how ridiculous and how many times they do this and that it's a TV show this season. Yeah, I, I really I really enjoyed that. Um, I don't really have any notes notes here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's a fine episode. I wouldn't even say that I loved it. But it did have some good. It had some good moments. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's move on to an absolute gem. <laughs> Shredder's mom. Yes. Uh, I did not know I needed this episode in my life. <laughs> but now I'm, that I've seen it, I'm so glad it's there. I am too. Uh, Shredder and Krang, or Shredder more specifically, announces his evil plan on TV, like he does. Uh, and his mother, who lives in a retired villain's home in, was it Boca Raton, Florida? Fort Lauderdale. Or Fort Lauderdale, yeah, in Florida. Like, they go out of their way to say exactly where she lives. Uh... And she's all, and and she decides she wants to intervene. <laughs> and she kept calling him Oroku. Yeah. As if no one who made the TV show knows the the the, the, the Japanese names are backwards. Yeah. Which bugged me. We, I know it shouldn't because it's a kid show, whatever. But it bugged me. Yeah. Uh, what? How was Krang heating up the world again? Um, I forget. A solar mirror satellite. A solar mirror satellite, yes. Uh, and long story short, the turtles have to hitch a ride on a space shuttle into outer space to fly through a portal that the ray was coming through so they could visit the Technodrome in Dimension X defeat the Shredder and Krang on their home turf while Shredder's mom is there the entire time upstaging her son and impressing Krang. And there's a general that helped them fly the shuttle into the, the portal named General Yogurt. <laughs> my, my, like my only real critique note here is this episode is wild. All caps. Oh, it's, it's, it's very wild. And it ha- and it also has that higher budget CBS style animation. Absolutely. Like I, I want to say I saw this on CBS. Like you might have watched like a rerun of it on CBS. This originally aired in syndication. Yeah. Uh, I loved this episode. Every, everything I, I from, sh- yeah, for everything from Shredder's mom just constantly giving him the business to like the turtles jumping on a space shuttle and going into another dimension, which doesn't make much sense. The only thing that makes it make sense is the portal. Yeah. Uh, because if we understand dimensions, that's not another galaxy. Like a dimension is a different thing. Yeah. Yoger. Is that a general yoger? Yeah. And, and, and the turtles and, uh, the general keep getting tricked by signs that say like, the portal room this way. Yeah. 
which is it's one of those jokes that only gets funnier the more they use it. Yeah. Uh, what notes do you have on this episode? I absolutely love this episode. This might be my favorite episode so far. Really? Yes. Um, it just feels like the stories are getting like the story in this one's pretty good for you know for the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, leading up to the CBS stuff, so you had to kind of punch it up a bit more to make it you know make the episodes a bit more exciting. Um, instead of just kind of like you know the shell out haha cookie cutter episode of the week. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, so we we have we we start the episode with the turtles watching another bad movie. They're watching bad. They're watching bad-tempered vegetable zombies from Mars. I was like, that's I'd watch that. Why not? Vegetable zombies. Okay. All right. Yeah. Why not? Wow. Um. Let's see. Which I'm assuming is a play on Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Possibly. Possibly. Oh, that's oh, did not expect you to even know about that movie. Uh-huh. Um April is wearing a tank top and shorts cuz it's hot. Yes. Like did not expect her to be wearing something different other than, you know, her yellow jumpsuit. Which I still don't know if we understand why she's wearing a yellow jumpsuit. I guess this is fashionable in the 80s, I guess. Yeah. That's why. Um, let's see. Splinter gives Donatello an abacus. Uh, yeah, I didn't get that at all. It's like, take this. You may need it. It's like, what? No. Why? Why don't we need to count things up and add things up on an abacus? I'll just rely on technology. And I was like, no, technology is fleeting. I was like, well. And then, of course, they needed it, blah, 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 blah. And then you get back, and Donatello's like, thanks for the abacus. Yeah, it, that part was kind of silly. Yeah. But um, I, I, I just love that this episode, it is one of those cookie-cutter, hey, the Shredder needs something from Earth, so he's going to steal it, or he's going to do the, you know. It is one of those, but it's like the writer's room just said, how do we make this as absurd as possible? Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge fan of absurdity. Yeah, I'm kind of like it. Kind of bugs me that they the turtles are only wearing space helmets and not like full space suits. I guess there wasn't enough money in the budget to make full space suits. <laughs> kind of like in the Star Trek animated series where they don't have space suits. They have a belt and they hit the belt. They hit the power button and it's like an orange glob around them. Like if if you put them in space suits. You won't be able to tell who's who. Unless they're color-coded. That's right, because NASA has color-coded spacesuits. Hey, they could, and also their voices. Yeah, but I'm just saying that that was probably a factor. More than likely. Or they already uh, spent enough money on the budget this week. Yeah, yeah. Like, this this was an expensive episode. Like, all of these assets were brand new. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to... T- t- What'd you think of uh, Shredder's mom? You know, just a just a true just a true gem. She's a she's a fantastic old gal. <laughs> Spunky, you know, could easily defeat the turtles if it you know if it wasn't for their old retirement home. Yeah, 
like I, I really am glad. I'm glad that she is a villain. Like yeah. she, she, they could have just played her up as an old lady who is, you know, ashamed of her son, and she's like, "What are you doing, Oroku? Yeah, why are you being so bad?" Not no, she's like, "Get it together, you suck at this, son." Yeah, like it's a complete opposite of his brother that we saw in like a you know previous. Or have we gotten to that yet? I don't think we've gotten to that. Okay, you cut. Well, no. Sort of Urakawa. No, no, we haven't gotten to that yet. Yeah, we haven't gotten to that. Okay. Um. But yeah, I agree. I you know it's it's nice to see that she's just like his you know she well more evil. You know than he is. Yeah. And smarter. Because, you know, they say you become the most like the company you keep. And if you're around stupid people for so long, you become stupid. And, well, Bebop and Rocksteady are always there. But he's also around Krang. Well, yeah, and Krang's stupid, too. Krang's not stupid. Eh. Ish. We'll discuss that when we have our character spotlight on Krang. Okay. Take note. Krang's not stupid. He's just surrounded by stupid people. He's just surrounded by stupidity. Yes. Uh, that's all I have for Shredder's mom. You got anything else before we move on? Uh, the Star Wars project was mentioned. Yep. Yep. Which at uh, this point in 1990, they we were what less than five years removed from Ronald Reagan saying those words out loud. Yeah. Which is weird, because, like, at the time, I was, like, expecting, you know, oh, sweet, are we getting lightsabers? <laughs> no. <laughs> As a kid, I don't know what the, I don't know what he was talking about, you know? I just thought the Star Wars project was, like, oh, sweet, we're getting, what are we getting? Getting more toys? <laughs> yes. More movies? Whatever. The, the, the government is working with Kenner to make hey. more Star Wars toys. Hey, now. Uh, we we actually had some uh some some action beats in this mm-hmm. when they when the turtles broke into the uh, Technodrome they kind of beat the crap out of some foot soldiers real quick so that was nice to see yeah and again the models on this like they're they're more muscular they're le- a little leaner they're not puffy like in some of the other episodes um the one thing about the animation that I can give in these t- these ten episodes is it's consistent. Ish. It, it is consistent. Like, well, not no. Not no. No, no, no. I'm I'm not going to give you that because because it, it's not. It is though. Like, Way more consistent than it was in previous seasons. Okay, that I will give you. But like when we get to like the CBS ish style, like because it's it's very noticeable. Like in this one, and there's a couple of more as we go on. Um, that have that that same style. That's well, we made it halfway, buddy. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about four turtles and a baby. Oh man. So many episodes this season start off with the turtles watching TV and it being interrupted. Yeah. Uh, or they accidentally tune into something, or oh hey, I tune the TV to Dimension X and check this out. Uh, yeah. Donnie tunes into Dimension X and the neutrinos are at war with uh, Krang's uh, what are they rock soldiers the leaders of the neutrinos I don't remember their names 
Zenter, Zetter, and Gizma. That sounds right. They they send their 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 baby, their newborn baby, to Earth uh, because he, the the baby is the only living uh, heir to the throne of 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 Neutrino, and the 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 uh, turtles have to babysit. Krang uh, captures the two Neutrino leaders. Uh, the episode is really is is filled with some really good baby gags, yeah, which is good to see. Uh, and they they do the same kind of uh, I don't want to say trope because it hasn't really been done that much, but basically the same thing that the Incredibles did with the baby on the Incredibles, uh-huh. but by giving it powers when it's a baby, and he can't really control it, and neither can they, and so it just it creates chaos for the babysitters, mm-hmm. uh, which is cute. Uh, and t- towards the end, we get the 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 wonderful uh, sh- like oh, sequence where Bebop and Rocksteady dress up as an old lady or as a lady and her baby. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and call it right now. That's the next loot crate figure That's set. That's the next loot crate. Oh man, I hope so so much. Like, see, like seeing that, I, I, I was just like that. That the Bebop and Rocksteady characters, as they go along in this series, have become so much more fun than I remember them being. I remember them being idiots, and I remember them being funny. But the more they dress them up in stupid stuff, the yeah. the, the the more I love those characters. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on Four Turtles and a Baby? Well, obviously. Obviously, a play on Three Men and a Baby. Yes, the movie. Um, uh, and this was this was a fun one. Um, Zenter looks like a, a mini Elvis Presley from outer space. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, um, we lead with another uh, bad B movie, Brand Dead Rutabagas from Beneath the Sea. Wow, man. It's a lot of vegetable mo- monsters. This uh, this uh, movie, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of vegetable movie monsters this season. Yeah, it's it's like they did like bad movie name Mad Libs. Yes, it's like name a vegetable. Oh, <laughs> rutabaga! I don't think I've ever eaten a rutabaga. Me neither. Rutabaga pizza pie? No. No. Um. Let's see. <laughs> I, I love Krang being just like sarcastic in this, you know, just being a jerk in this episode. Um, when they had captured Zenter and Gizma, um, or Venter and Gizma, I, you know, it, one of those sounds the same. Um, he says, uh, the neutrinos will never accept you as as their big cheese Krang. And Krang is like, try not to be an idiot. (laughs) Just the way that he delivered, that Pat Frehley delivered that line. (laughs) I was like, it's just very condescending. And I love it. Um, And there's, it's weird. There's like one part where I think they're, the turtles are going to the Technodrome to, to, um, no, 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 I'm sorry strike that there's one scene where 
Shredder and Bebop and Rocksteady are, have uh, come to Earth and they're trying to, you know, find the find the neutrinos, baby. And as they're all, you know, trying to struggle and 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 you know, fight, you know, to you know, uh, she gets kidnapped. And as they're the turtles are running, there's a scene where it, you can see it's not fully animated. In the top right corner, Raphael has no head. What? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. What is happening right now? <laughs> and of course, you know, the, errors like this were very commonplace during the 80s with animation being animated overseas. There wasn't time to go back and correct a lot of stuff. So you would often have, you know, the same colored, you know, bandana. Or you would have, you know, Raphael speaking for Leonardo or vice versa. You know, yeah. so it's fun to find all these errors. I, I encourage all of you out there to, you know, really pay attention to, you know, the episodes and see what you can find. Um, and this is our first time seeing Irma this season. Is it? Yeah, like she doesn't oh. really. I don't believe she shows up in any other the, uh, you know, the first five episodes. Well, that's cool. I like Irma. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Though, you know, because she's always she's always around. Yeah. Hmm. Well, what other nuggets do you have about four turtles and a baby? Mm, that's about it. Like the, the the main thing was that like okay, we're gonna get baby Rocksteady and Grandma Bebop, um, yep. NECA figures for Loot Crate or whatever. I, I really hope so. I really I, really hope so. I feel like that's gonna be a thing. Um. It's a fun episode, you know, to see the baby just kind of like mess, you know, with the, with the powers, just like kind of messing things up. But she also helps the turtles and screwing things up for Shredder and levitating them. So that was that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's move on to what's next. Ooh, this is another turtle, turtle maniac. This I remember watching on tv when it aired this one is so weird but i love it like this again is a no shredder episode yeah uh turtle stuff is stolen out of april's apartment uh and a billionaire collector ends up being the person stealing and or buying all the ninja turtle uh, uh memorabilia from all over the world uh april obviously being the investigative journalist that she is tracks him down and immediately gets kidnapped with Irma sleeping out in the car, which I, when the turtles walk by that van and Irma's asleep in the car, that's the most Irma possible thing she could have been doing. Yes. Um, the, the, the turtles get into the villain's lair without a problem because he invites them in seeing as he's their biggest fan. Yeah. And there's statues all over the room of the turtles villains. Like there was a, there was a big leatherhead statue just standing there. Um, the, the bad guy has different types of gases that do different things. What were the three gases? There were three of them, right? Yeah. Oh God. I didn't write those down. Um, I know there was like a, like a, like a, what is it? There was a freeze gas. The, the the collector's name was Monroe Q. Flem. 
Which is yeah. a great name for a rich guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, laughing Gas. Yeah, there was Laughing Gas. Um, yeah, Freeze Gas. Um, he's got a gas for every occasion. He does have a gas for every occasion. And ultimately, it's 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 Irma that, that saves them in the end. And Go the, figure. Yeah, yeah. And, and Flim gets arrested and taken away. Take it to the sanitarium, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a really fun episode because I, I guess this is one of the first times that they've really leaned into the fact that the turtles are celebrities. Yeah. You know, it's always been hinted that people know who they are, and you know, the news is always like, "Oh, those dang turtles!" You know, but this is—he literally have a fan crazy stalker fan a crazy stalker fan who you know was going to turn april into a piece of memorabilia what notes do you have on this one well oh so the turtle uh probably my favorite moment um in 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 the beginning you've got you know april's doing her broadcast and i was like is that is she interviewing jay leno because the cop looks like jay leno Oh. she's talking to so a big chin yeah um uh and then after the report april calls the turtles because they you know they're you know reporting that stuff has been stolen um she was like hey would you guys be up for a vinnie's pizza now mikey is asleep on the couch at this point until she mentions vinnie's pizza and he springs right up and i was like which is exactly the same reaction i do <laughs> is exactly the same way I react when someone mentions pizza. <laughs> yeah, like the you know, like you said, there's there's replicas of uh you know, like the turtles layer and all kinds of other stuff. Of course he was going off, I think, like, you know, guess guesses and stuff, which he got it pretty accurate. Um and you said there's statues, there's like a weird painted shredder, which like they didn't look like the other ones, like they were actually drawn in, like Leatherhead, Bebop, and Rock City. And of all characters to put in there, Mister Og. <laughs> Why not, man? I mean, yeah, it's weird, but like, okay, sure. But yeah, like I remember watching this one on TV. That's cool. Like I don't, I don't remember this one at all. Yeah. Uh, any other notes on Turtle Maniac? Did I say the name of the episode? It's Turtle Maniac. Yeah. Oh, there was also a gas that made the dogs, like, not attack April, but, like, be friendly, which was weird. It's a gas for every occasion, man. Every Every occasion. occasion. Like, freaking Darkwing Duck over here. Nope, no more notes. All right, all right. Moving on, let's talk about Rondo in New York. Oh, man. Yet another... Absolutely stellar episode. So Rondo is Rambo. Yeah. For 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 all intents and purposes, he, he's Rambo. Uh, and the turtles get invited to the Rondo mo- a, a Rondo movie premiere. Against their better, you know, I don't say judgment. They didn't no. want to go, or they did want to go. Well, one like Mikey did. Of course he did. Um, but the others, you know, not so much. Uh, Donnie meets with a scientist creating a thing called a vitalizer. 
a vitalizer. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not a revitalizer. It is a vitalizer. Krang, of course, needs this vitalizer. And it turns out that the scientist is also the projectionist at the local uh, theater that is showing the Orondo premiere. So so everything just kind of, you know, fits together real nicely. Uh, during the kerfuffle of the episode, the vitalizer uh, gets spilled on the the uh, the film of the movie they're watching. And villains from the Rondo movie jump out of the screen and start fighting. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know why they're watching a black and white Ro- Rambo movie in you know, 1990. Yeah. But for some reason it's in black and white and all of the, 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 the monsters that jump out of the screen are black and white, I guess, to indicate which ones are the monsters. We also get a, we, we, we meet the actor that plays Rondo, who is a stereotypical, you know, wimpy little actor who just acts like he's a, you know, uh, a, a, a buff macho man on film. Uh, and is really useless in an actual fight. Yeah. Alternatively, the movie version of Rondo pops out of the, 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 the film because of the vitalizer. And he is absolutely the, you know, the, 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 the the macho man that he is in the movies. So we have Mm -hmm. two versions of Rondo, the actor and the, the actual character, which was really cool. Yeah. Ultimately, they end up fighting what looks to be bootleg versions of the Universal Monsters. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, Shredder and Krang are all, all you know, mix, mixed, in, mix in, mixed into this. Uh, this is absolutely a fun episode. Agreed. I loved it so much. And also, this was the first time all season I had heard new music. It may not be the first time there was actually new music. But I heard new music in this episode, which was cool. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Rondo in New York? Again, kind of playing up, you know, the bad B movies. You know, I continue to love, you know, all of that. Um, it's just, it was just, it was fun. It was, it was just a lot of fun. Um, and again, I do have questions like, why were, you know, why were the movies they were watching black and white? Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know TV shows, you know, like that makes it doesn't make any sense. Who knows? Again, it, it was probably for the viewer. So the viewer would know what monsters came through. Yeah. So you could tell the two rondos apart. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Uh, I, but th- this is an example of the absurdity and inventiveness of this episodes this season. I feel yeah. like the episodes in season three felt more like a cash grab. Let's create something so we can create action figures. Yeah. We haven't really come across any episodes yet this season that lend themselves to action figures. We really haven't. We didn't get a Rondo action figure, which no. we, know we wouldn't. You know, th- there's not a monster of the week or a mutant of the week. It's it's just been really creative stories back to back to back. Mm-hmm. which I appreciate a lot. It's, 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 oh. it, it, it doesn't pander as much. Uh, I concur. Uh, what notes, what other notes do you have? Uh, Rondo's very short and walks on boxes. 
<laughs> is that a you, you think that's a uh, Tom Cruise joke? Could be a Tom Cruise. Could be. Is it Sylvester Stallone? Not very tall. I don't know. That's that's worth googling. Because I mean, it is you know Rondo Rambo. Yeah. He's five ten, so I wouldn't say he's short. Okay, yeah. That, that, I'm not sure why that would you know be a thing then. Well, action movie like in action movies, the uh, assumption is this guy is you know the perfect man. And perfect men are tall. And there are multiple like action movies. I can't name any right now where the star has worn like platform shoes. So he's taller than his like female counterpart in the movie. Right. Or, you know, he stands on a box or, 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 a, or a, what is it? A, a, a phone book in a scene. That way he's a little taller than he actually is and is more, you know, imposing or more uh, attractive in the shot. Yeah. So I, I get it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, as you were saying, we have, you know, like kind of knockoff movie monsters. Um, it was, let's see, Frankenstein, Wolfman, Mummy, Leatherface. Hey, hey. Look kind of like Leatherface with like a club or something. Of course, not a chainsaw. Um, you get a shot like you got to be careful, not careful, but like when they're kind of around the outside of one of the theaters, you see these fake movie posters kind of it's kind of hard to make some of them out. But you've got um, Red Octo Hunt, Robo Police, Comic was it comic mutant aliens uh, or com no commie commie mutant aliens I'm like okay um there's also a big slug invades burbank <laughs> wow yeah i was just like there's so many bad b movies out there i just i love all the i love all this stuff cuz it's just it's <laughs> fun but yeah, this was a really bonkers, just kind of fun, you know, episode. Yeah, yeah. Again, it, it, it felt like the writers are finally realizing that they're making a cartoon and they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move to Planet of the Turtles. Planet of the Turtles. Now, wasn't there an episode called Planet of the Turtleoids? Yes. We watched that, right? I believe so. So this is just a completely different episode with a similar name. Yeah. Interesting. So Planet of the Turtles, uh, episode nine of the season. Uh, so oh, no, this... wait. No, no. Planet of the Turtleoids is season five. Season five. We haven't, we haven't gotten there yet. Okay. No, we have not. Wow. And that's deep into the uh, CBS. Interesting. Nine. Let's see. Yeah, that was 91. That's cool. And I believe those two parts were not on the initial run of the DVD sets, I think, until like the very end. That may be why I remember the name so so, so well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a bonus. They were bonus features on season 10. Cause for just because they were missing? <laughs> yeah. 
which is weird because like, hey, you have access to 192 episodes. What are you doing? There's like three episodes that they were missing, but they found them. Weird. Yeah. Whatever. I'm glad they found them. Oh yeah, me too. So Planet of the Turtles. Uh, the so here in this episode we do get interdimensional television, which this isn't the first time we've gotten interdimensional television on this show. No. Um, we got it last season at some point, and this we noted last time we talked about this that th- this was a Rick and Morty gag a couple of times. Yeah. On Rick and Morty, and they just straight up. I didn't. I'm sure they didn't steal it from the turtles, but it, it, it was a real Simpsons did it situation, right? Where it's a really good idea that just happened to have been done, you know, two decades earlier, three decades earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, the turtles end up watching turtle wrestling from Planet of the Turtles on their interdimensional cable, um, and the 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 turtle wrestling. Is basically Hans and Franz. Yeah. From 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 SNL. From SNL. I love it so much. Uh, the, the, <laughs> there's even like a personal energy projector ad on cable, and that prompts Krang to be like, "Hey, personal energy projector, I can totally use that to power the Technodrome." So. Uh, s- a portal opens up, and the two of the turtle wrestlers end up on Earth. Or did they did they end up on Earth or in the Technodrome? I can't remember. Shredder went to go steal the personal energy projector. Or That's cap. right. And then while on trying Planet to... Of the turtles. On, on Planet of the Turtles. And while trying to escape, was it Herb and the, the two wrestlers? Was it Hans and Fitz? Hans and Fitz. <laughs> get uh tangled up and they end up working for the shredder right right uh it's so stupid and great yeah i um, want those action figures yes hans and hans and fits i would buy those in a heartbeat uh let's see where where was i there's a whole bunch of fourth wall breaks there's a flux capacitor name drop yeah uh this episode, my note, notes here. This episode's wild. Uh, Don- Donatello ends up going to the planet of the turtles and just like walking through town. Th- this episode definitely goes places. What, what did I miss? What, what, what stood out to you? Uh, they were like, "Oh, sweet pizza," and I was like, "Nope, that's a bug." I'm like, "Because <laughs> they don't knock it till you they- try it, man." Oh, well, hey, no. Uh, I don't like my pizza to crawl. I don't know about you. Uh, weird. Hmm. Was it Austrian or Swedish turtle wrestlers are like my favorite thing in this episode? Really? Um, my my favorite thing in the episode was the uh, like the 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 dude who like the advertiser guy who oh. every single time he's on screen he's like I've got a perfect product for that. He's trying to sell you something at every at, turn. Every time. I did I did like his character too. Yeah. I love that he admits that the personal energy projector is, is kind of a fraud. Like it works great for like an hour, but yeah. then when it malfunctions, it just explodes. <laughs> yeah, and he has that like can't switch off announcer voice. Yep. Yep. You no. Know, um, I'm gonna try to think. I'll do one. Yes, you two friends can own the 
personal energy projector or pep for 1995 you know and it's just like you know and and Shredder was not even willing to pay 1995. He was like, no, I'm just gonna steal it, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna take that on the free. Yeah, it's like, dude, if if I was a villain, I would just buy it. It's cheap. Like, just, it's just twenty just bucks. Just buy it. Man. Like, he, don't draw attention to yourself yet. I mean, like, he doesn't have pockets. The <laughs> <laughs> how how much of Shredder's villainy is just because he doesn't have pockets? All of it. All of it. He's a very angry man. Just sew some pockets on that thing, and suddenly he's fine. I mean, you'd he, he, stab himself trying to get his wallet out of his back pocket. That's true. Maybe he did have pockets. Maybe. And they just he, and he shredded them with his gauntlet things. Pockets no more. And that's where he got his name and his anger. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I, 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 I really like Planet of the Turtles. Like I was, a, I'm a big SNL fan. So just seeing them straight up rip off Hans and Franz, like that's fun. It's one of my favorite like sketches, uh, huh. um, from, you know, from that era, uh, which, oh man, that, that, that was just like peak SNL. That's yeah, I would like to take arguable. Out the turtles. Arg- arguable. Yeah. Um, the beginning of, uh, the beginning of the episode when they see the, the, the wrestling really reminded me of, of the, the stump asteroid wrestling that was in the Archie series. Oh yeah. Like I, I, for a second I was like, oh no, did we get something wrong? Is this actually, was that <laughs> comic actually based on an episode? But no, no, it's two, it's yeah. two different things. But for yeah. just a fleeting moment, I was worried we screwed something up. Yeah. Um, it was hilarious when he was like talking about like the rent Herb was talking about the ramifications of, of the personal energy projector, um, like getting all these, you know, bad scientific jargon, of course, mentioning the flux capacitor, um, the hyperstatic lock. And I was like, is it, you know, the beamer jam could leak into the flammer jam. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's very it's very similar to that. Uh, I don't really have any more notes on it. Uh, it's it's there's th- these episodes are put together so much better than the stuff in season three that my feedback is just yeah, give me more of that. Yeah, yeah. There was a dancing cow like channel, but no cuddly. No cuddly. That's right. That's right. Uh, here's another episode that they could have done without the Shredder and Krang. Like, oh, definitely. Like, j- just have like something malfunction, and the two turtle wrestlers end up on Earth, and the turtles have to deal with that. Yeah. You know, uh, there th- th- there was a lot of shoehorning of sh- Shredder and Krang this season, but I guess it's fine. It's yeah. fine. Uh, let's jump to name that tune. Name that tune. The last episode that we're covering today, Jeff. All right. Um, the turtles are watching basically a James Bond movie. Agent Trip, the Adventures of Secret Agent Triple Zero. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. That's uh, having having you know being in the middle of a podcast series about James Bond, and I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I felt like that 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 
Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's pointing at the screen. Yeah. Um, Krang threatens to vaporize part of New York City. Uh, a keyboard from Dimension X is sent there by Bebop and Rocksteady who are trying to throw it away. But the the Dimension X dumpsters were full. Yeah. Howie, a friend of Irma's, uh, who is a musician, is looking for a new keyboard because his was broken or lost or stolen or something. I can't remember which, what, what it was. It was uh, repossessed. repossessed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the funniest of all those options. Yeah, it was repossessed. <laughs> and so Howie gets the, the keyboard because it shows up at a at a secondhand store and the guy's like, I'll sell it to you cheap. Mer. Turns uh, out. Yeah, it's a whatchamacallit. It's a whatchamacallit. And, and Irma is absolutely like enthralled by this guy. Of course she is. Because he's a guy. He looks like Woody Allen. He does look like. I was thinking more uh, um, Buddy Holly. Yeah. So turns out the keyboard that came from Dimension X is what keeps Krang's vaporizer bomb from going off in New York City. Yeah. And this Howie guy, is it Howie? Yeah. Howie ends up playing a pivotal role in defeat, not defeating Krang, but just keeping the action going because he prevents the ex- the explosion. Uh, there's two really good gags where Howie is n- literally narrating the action as it's happening, mm-hmm. which is really funny. And then later in the episode, he writes a theme song for the Ninja Turtles, and it's really, really bad. Yeah. But it's also kind of like the actual theme song. So it's 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 almost like the writers were acknowledging how silly the theme song is while also creating this character that is supposed to be good at music, but not good at all. Yeah. Like this was a really cool episode, too. Again, really inventive start to finish. Yeah. Uh, And I guess my last note is um, there was an actual action sequence. Oh, yeah. Like Donatello actually has a fight with Shredder. Like really stepped it up. I was like, oh, snap. Yeah. He's beating the crap out of Shredder. Well, what are your thoughts on Name That Tune? Um, one thing that really stuck out to me um, is when we there's a shot of the Technodrome. And the way that the eye looks, it looks like the Technodrome at this point is just over it. It's like, really? <laughs> stuck again? in Dimension X now. Mm-hmm. And it just, I like, was like, did they, they gave the Technodrone some attitude. Just look, <laughs> just look at how the eyelid is on the, on the, on the eye on the top. And I was like, I was just, I was just laughing. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, and when, and when the turtles, you know, meet Howie and he's playing that song, I wish I was a teenager with a shell or whatever. And there's a look on Donatello's face where he's standing behind him just like, I, it's like, I really just want to throw you out this window because this is terrible. Yep. It was really, really bad. Yeah. I, I I saw basically the same look on Raphael's face and I'm like, I know you have something to say. You're the wise guy. Yeah. We didn't get a lot of wisecracks from Raph. Yeah. Yeah. In an episode where it was very deserved. 
I was like, well, I guess they didn't want him to be mean, but I'm like, it's just very unraff. Yeah, yeah. I, the the whole Howie character got so much screen time in this episode. And no action figure. <laughs> Yet. And no character spotlight, because no. <laughs> no. <laughs> the weirdest line in the song that he wrote at the end weasel in a cream sauce i'm like weasel in a cream sauce yep what what was susan stewart taggart thinking when she wrote this episode (laughs) i kind of love that song not because it's good it's a bad song that's your ringtone forever now I kind of I kind of want to take it and convert it into a ringtone. Do it. I might I might I might do that. <laughs> it's, it's just such a silly episode and the timer on the bomb was so inconsistent. Yeah. Like it was it would be like 4 3 2 and then the bomb didn't work so it went back up to like 1800 minutes. It's like what? 11 <laughs> Oh wait, I don't know if I completely inconsistent. What what other notes do you have on name that tune? That shredder, that quick shredder fight was pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we discovered that Irma has no taste in music. I just think she was blinded by the fact that she is like, like she's thirsty. She's like she's always... so thirsty, she can't she can't tell what's good and what's not. I mean, Howie's not a bad guy. He just makes bad music. True. Well, we don't know. Yeah, like, I'm not. I'm not. We're not. We're not Howie's biographers. At this point, we should be. <laughs> yeah, because we're chronicling the adventures of Howie. I'm really wondering if, when they wrote this music for this episode, I wonder if they thought it was good. Probably not. Probably not. Like, I, I, it's it's worth ask. Like, it's worth mentioning. It was 1990. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but y- yes, yet another really good episode that's just really invented in- inventive with like characters that were there for a reason. Like there were a lot of human characters this season. There were. Or in these 10 episodes, I might say. Yeah. Not a single mutant. So weird. Like, there were those two turtles from Planet of the Turtles, but no, like, Mutagen, I don't think, was mentioned once. Yeah. So, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, it, it wasn't following the, uh, by this, this week. Right, right. Trope. Uh, there was a new closing credit image. Yeah. Yeah. Sliding down the, uh, elevator shaft. Elevator shaft, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, that's, that is the extent of all of my notes, Jeff. Uh, mine as well. Fan-freaking-tastic. Uh, I, I'm glad we waited as long as we did to, to actually cover some of this, because it, it gave us some time to, to miss it, I think. Yeah. And we didn't have to watch as much, we didn't have to cram. Uh, there's literally 40 episodes in this season. So, ten apiece. Yeah, yeah. I fi- I, fi- I figure ten apiece or forty-two episodes. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
42 episodes. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, about 10 apiece. 10, 10, 11, 11. And we'll have it covered in four four episodes. Yeah. Don't know when the next one will be, uh, but just know that's how we're covering them. And finally, we will get to the proper CBS episodes next time we talk about the... Uh, 1984 Fred Wolf produced original animation or original cartoon series. Yes. What are we talking about next time, Jeff? Do you, do you have any idea? Uh, I kind of like to go in fresh. You can't go in that fresh. You have to prep (laughs) (laughs) from the point of view of our listeners. Uh, we're getting very close to talking about Rise again, but not quite. Next episode, we are going to dive into a personal favorite, back into IDW. Ah. I know you've really been looking forward to reading some more of that. I have. Uh, and we we have. We're, we're going to be reading a little less than usual, which is good. Uh, gives us more time to talk. Uh, issues 29 through 33. The Villains Micro uh, of Shredder, Utram Empire 1 through 3, and the 2014 Annual. Ooh. That sounds like a lot, but it's only like nine issues, I think. Nine or ten issues. Mm. Well, I'm excited. You should be. It's really good. Well, I guess I'll kick it back to you, Mr. Hostman. Yeah. That about wraps it up. For another successful episode, uh, Sergio, where can we find you? Realitybreached.com is where you find all of the podcasts that I either produce or upload or star in. Uh, And and we cover all kinds of stuff. Uh, Again, I can't talk about debriefing and cocktails enough. Uh, it's, it's, It's a limited series we're working on about James Bond, and it's the most fun outside of Shellheads that I've had podcasting in a while. So check that out on all podcast platforms. Good, good. Jeff, what about you? As always, Sergio, you can find me at the Warp Zone Arcade, uh, Brandon, Mississippi's premier arcade. Uh, We specialize in games from uh, retro uh, to modern. Um, Tons of choices to choose from. Uh, Neo Geo, Nintendo, Sega, Sony. All that good stuff. Uh, we do birthday parties and uh, tournaments. Um, we pride ourselves on having interesting and unique games uh, that the com- the mm, that a you know casual gamer might not play. Um, so we're always you know looking to uh, broaden people's gaming horizons. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, um, which we post from time to time we are still closed at the moment um but you know give us a follow on facebook yeah and while you're at it follow shellheads on facebook and instagram i'm surprisingly uh active on instagram lately oh yeah yeah i put i I, I post turtle stuff all the time jeff well i don't have access to that so i can't you you don't have oh you can't post okay i gotcha no uh, yeah, I think that's all we got. Yeah. So kick kick us out of here. Until next time, I'm Sergio. Now I'm Jeff. And we're Shellheads.
Don't miss an episode of the Shellheads podcast. Visit realitybreach.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Thank you.